0: Welcome again, and good evening to all you that will be joining and watching tonight's um, reading. This is American Negro Slave Revolts, Chapter 11, Section 1. I'm here, your friend Chaos Rain here, and like always, this is another educational piece, um, and as you know, we're almost winding down to the end of this book. And eventually, you know, for those who want to purchase a book personally, the description is given out at the end of every um, stream, every
1: video. So
0: I hope that you'll enjoy tonight's session. Um, before we get started, let me make sure everything's functioning.
1: And then we get right into it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's begin.
0: This is chapter 11, titled 1820 through 1830, a period of 10 years. The second decade of the 19th century is another period of sharply increased rebellious activities. This lasted for about a dozen years and had two great climaxes that of 1822, conceived by Denmark Vesey, and that of 1831, conceived by Nat Turner. Now, if y'all remember the story of Denmark Vesey, he was the one that tried to plant a huge revolt where if one of two things had failed, if going out and actually committing the murders or kills of the Europeans in the West we call America of the time would have failed physical warfare the next stage from what I remember and heard he was going to poison the water system but let's read into it and see what the book explains again the era is one of severe economic depression this encouraged the immigration of whites seeking better opportunity (coughs) and by cutting the grounds away from the domestic slave trade tended to keep the Negro increment within the Old South. These factors result in a disproportional population growth in that region, particularly in the most esteric sections. This piling up of Negro populations at a time of economic stress is undoubtedly important in the accounting for rebelliousness, the situation in Virginia may be examined as representative of the conditions prevailing throughout the seaboard southern states in percentage of the tidewater regions of that state showing of the following population developments from eighteen twenty to 1830. The number of whites increased by 3.2. The number of slaves, 5.0. And the number of free Negroes, 25.5. Now, mind you, there were free Negroes at the time. And it's said previous in previous chapters that there were blacks that were not put in slavery, but sit back and watch other brothers and sisters slave, which I find it very ironic. But nonetheless, let's continue. The Piedmont areas shown the same trend through in much less sharp degrees. There, the number of whites increased by 11.2 and the numbers of slaves 12.3 and the numbers of free Negroes 26.5. In actual figures, this means that the, during the decades of numbers of whites and the Taiwan's increased by... Five point three fourteen, and in the pedmont by twenty one thousand one hundred seventy, while in the number of Negroes, free and slave, increased by fifteen thousand eight hundred and sixty four, in the former and by twenty seven thousand eight hundred and eighty five in the later, in that East as whole. The Thai plus Pedimont there were 349,173 whites in 1820 and in 414,575 Negroes while in 1830. The respectable figures were that 375,657 and 457,324. So that's a that is uh out of that ratio. If I where's my, my device, let's calculate that just to pause for a second. Let's see how much that was an increase. 457 324
1: subtracted by
0: 375 657. We have a difference of eighty-one hundred six seven. So the black population grew more out of the eighty one thousand during that period of ten years. Now if y'all know most of that are free blacks or slaves by default had more children than non blacks. And this member during that time because a lot of whites still were using some of our people or uh, what call slaves of American descent of slaves as slaves they're actually growing their numbers through this through this so-called slavery without importing slaves. mind you so that's something you have to learn keep understand that no matter how many children they had,
1: we had double that
0: So let's continue. The period was also one of the worldwide revolutionary. Upheals such as had not been seen for a generation, particularly in the later half of it, when outbreaks of major p- proportions occur in Turkey, Greece, Italy, Spain, France, Belgium, Poland, South America, Mexico, and the West Indies, the last direct involved slave while in South America and in Mexico, and the appeals result in the furthering of the anti-slavery cause, this creating concern among the rulers of the southern states. Another source of worry was the attempt made during these years by Mexico and Colombia. Apparently, the back by England and France to get rid of slavery and Spanish rule in Cuba and Puerto Rico. Seriously, servile insurrection broke out during the 20s in Marquis, Puerto Rico, Cuba,
1: Antigua, Tortella,
0: DeMarca, and Jamaica. These outbreaks together with the Democrat upsurge stirring England revitalized her anti-slavery movements and has not only grown quantitatively, but changed quantitatively. Yes, thank you. And so that the demand increased for immediate emancipation. This together with economic depression and the islands and the complaint from staple producers to British India where charters or chattel slavery was forbidden. So advance the case that in 1832 Parliament passes a gradual Emancipation Act. John Quincy Adams observed the movement wrote in his diary on January the 10th, 1831, that the British development may prove an earthquake upon this continent. And the same years witnessed a growth in anti-slavery settlements in the United States, which while by no means as considerable as that in Great Britain, was nevertheless related, Mark, as also moved somewhat beheaded or belated to an unequivocal demand for the abolishment of slavery. It is such an atmosphere that the great unrest of the slaves of the United States for a dozen years after 1809 was displayed. It is probably that one affect the other through precision. Evidence of this is rare. But it is certain that without the entire picture in one mind, the event themselves and the effects that flow from them cannot be understood. The attention of the people of Petersburg, Virginia, was entirely engrossed by an insurrection of blacks. In February 1820, several attempts had been made to fire the town and many Negroes together with a few suspicious whites were arrested. While armed guards patrolled the streets, white men slept with guns at their side and experienced to be roused or expecting to be aroused, either to stop the progress of the devouring elements or to quell insurrection. Nothing, however, other than the fires and a few arrests seemed to have occurred in March of eighteen twenty. Slaves newly brought into Florida from Jamaica rebellion and were quickly subdued by a detachment of United States troops. In this process, One Negro was killed, but what other casualties occurred, and what punishment were inflicted on the known? In spring of the year of Maroon became especially troublesome in Gates County, North Carolina, and killed at least one white man and haunted party secede in lagging or actually bagging Harry, a latter, a leader of the fugitives, whose head was as arrested <clears throat> or uh, assisted at two hundred dollars. The papers report this declare, it is expected that the balance of Harry Company will very soon be taken. Several months later there was similar difficulties near Georgetown, South Carolina resulting in the death of one slaveholder and the capture of three outlaws. The activities of considerable groups of these black robin hoods in North Carolina, aided by some free Negro, assume the proportions of rebellion in the summer of 1821. There seem also to have been plans for joint action between these Maroons and the field slaves again the slaveholders, about 300 members of the militants of the co- counties affected Orschel, Concrete, and Bladen, saw severe service for about 25 days in August and September. Approximately 12 of these men were wounded when two companies of militants accidentally fired upon each other. The situation was under control by the middle of September. Although the said militants, sick, did not succeed in apprehending all the runaways and fugitives, they did good by arresting some and driving others off and suppressing the spirit of the insurrection. A newspaper item of 1824 disclosed that the prime movers of this troubled Islam or Islam allies General Jackson was among those who escaped at the time for their reports as dying from lashes publicity infliction at Cape Fear North Carolina depression written Charleston South Carolina whose census of 1820 shows an actual decline in the number of its white inhabitants and a rise in that of the Negroes until the later comprised 47 of the residents was the scene in 1822 of one of the most serious widespread and carefully planned conspiracies some of the leaders of that plot, Denmark Vesey born it as reported in Africa and served for several years abroad, a slave trade has succeeded in purchasing his freedom in eighteen hundred hmm. and thus was a member of the free Negro groups. It is especially increasing or interesting to observe that the rapid increase in this class of people. Had arose concern which severely times found expression just prior to the discovery of the conspiracy, and which result in legislation aimed against the group Vesely seems, however, to have been the only non-slave directly implicated in the plot he and several other leaders, such as Peter. Poyens, and Mingo Harf were urban aristocrats, or arsonists, carpenters, harmless makers, merchants, and blacksmith. They were and there's a little subtitle here, which I can get when you get the book. Literate and Vesey was master of several languages. He was the oldest of the plotters being apparently in his late 50s until the betrayal of the conspiracy. He wrote or he wore a beard. But further than this little is known concern, his personal appearance. Active organizational works was begun by Vesey in Denmark or actually in Vesey in December of 1821, when he selected the leader mentioned above, according to the official reports of the trial. In this section of his leader, Vesey shows great penetration and sounds judgment. Rolas, slaves of Governor Thomas Bennett, was plausible and possessing uncommon self-possession. Bold and utterly, he was not to be deterred from the purpose by danger. Ned, owner by the same person, appearance, indicate that he was a man of firm nerves and desperate courage. Peter, the slave of James Poses, was interpreted and resued true to his engagement and caution in observing secrecy where it was necessary, if he is or he was not to be daunted nor impotent by difficulties. And through confidence of success, was careful in providing against any obstacles of casualties which might arise and intend upon discovery, every means which might be in their favor if though of before beforehand Goliath, slave of P. Pitchart, was regarded as sorcery and as such feared by the natives of Africa who believed in witchcraft. He was not only considered invulnerable but that he could make others so by his charm and that he could and certainly would provide all of his followers with arms. He was artful, cruel, bloody. His disposition, in short, was diabolical. His influence amongst the Africans was inconceivable Monday, Slaves of John Gill... Was firm, resolute, discreet, and intelligence. And that was his letter. That's in the report, mind you. Appeal to the right of man. Crutch in both theological and secular terms were used by Vesey. Thus, the wood read to the Negro from the Bible how the children of Israel were delivered out of Egypt from bondage, or if his companions were to bow to a white person, he would rebuke him and observe that all men were born equal, and that he was surprised that anyone would derogate himself by such conduct, that he would never Cringe to the whites, nor ought any who had the feeling of a man. Affairs relating to enslavement were noted by him and called to the attention of the slave, as the bitter debates in Congress over the Missouri questions or the success of the Haitians in establishing and maintaining their independence. Personal motives did not remain unexpressed, thus, a slave reports that Vesey said the Negroes were living such an admirable life, they ought to rise. I said I was living well, he said, though I was other were not, but others were not. He had not heed the uh, urging of the slave owners for free negroes to go to Africa. Because he had not the will, he wanted to stay and see what he could do for his fellow creatures, including his own children who were slaves. Another slave report of Peter Paulus. I met him the next day according to appointments when he said to me, he intends to see if we can't do something for ourselves. We can't live so. Most of the other Negroes felt, as did Paulus and Vesey, two of the rebels said, They were spoken to any person of color on the subject of new of any who had been spoken to by the other leaders who had withheld his assent. The fear of the betrayal, however, was great so that in enlisting men, the great caution observed by the leaders, Was remarkable. Few, if any, domestic servants were spoken to as they were distrusted. And Peter Whistle, he urged one of his agents to speak to others and solicit them to join. At the same time, gave him the charge, but take care and don't mention it to those waiting men who receive presents of old coats, except from their masters or day. Betray us. I will speak to them. One agent did not receive or did not benefit from such advice and on May 25th attempt to interest a favorite slave of Colonel Parline, Parlier in the scheme, he immediately disclosed, disclosed the plan to a free Negro named Pencel who advised had to inform his master that he did and May 30th. The authorities took the first step towards crushing the conspiracy by arresting Peter Paulus and Migos Harf. Wesley has set the date for the outbreak on the second Sunday in July, the Sabbath being selected since it was customary for many slaves to enter the city on that day in the summer months because many whites would then be vacationing outside Charleston the betray led him to put the date ahead 1 month but Vesey could not communicate this to his country confederates some of whom were as many as 80 mi- or 80 miles outside the city the two leaders peter and migos though arrested behave with so much composure and coolness that the warden were completely deceived, both were free on May the 31st, but spies were detailed to watch their movements. Another slave, William, now turned informer, and more arrests followed. The most damaging of which was that of Charles, slave, and John Deretan, who agreed to act as a spy. This quickly led to complete exposure. 131 Negroes of Charleston were arrested and 49 were condemned to death. 12 of these were pardoned and transported while 37 were hanged and execution taking place from June 18 to August The 9. Although the leaders had kept lists of their commanders or comrades, only one list and part of another were found. Moreover, most of them followed the abomination of Peter Paulus. <laughs> Die, silence, as you shall see me do. And so it is difficult to say how many Negroes were involved. One witness said 6,600 outside of Charleston, Under said 9,000, although were implicated, the plan of revolt involved simultaneously attacks from five points and six forces on horseback to patrol the streets. Further indicate a very considerable number of conspirators. The official report declared enough had been disclosed to satisfy very reasonable minds that considerable numbers were involved. It extends to the north of Charleston many miles towards Santee and unquestionable into St. John Parish to the south to James and John Islands and to the west beyond Bacon Bridge over Ashley River. The preparation had been through by the middle of June. The Negroes had made about 250 pike heads and bayonetta and over 300 daggers. They had noted every store containing any arm and had given instructions to all slaves who attend or could get horse as to when and where to bring the animals. Even a barber had assisted by making wigs and muskets and hide the identities of the rebels. Vesey had also written twice to Santo Domingo, telling of the plans and asking for aid. All who opposed were to be killed for the creed of Negroes was he that is not with me is against me. Following the arrest, there was formal a plan for the rescue of the prisoners, and on the day of Vesey's, Execution. According to one source, another attempt at insurrection was made, but the state troop held the slaves in check. So, determining, however, were they a strike, a blow for liberty, that it was found necessary for the federal government to send soldiers to maintain order. Contemporary evidence established the truth of the second point, and that refers to the federal reinforcement has been seen.
1: Okay.
0: While the executions were proceeded in Charleston, actively among armed runaway Negroes was a port from Jack, or what they call Jacksonburg, now Jacksonboro, South Carolina, forty miles to the west. There were captures and hangings July of nineteen and August, and Governor Bennett offered a reward of two hundred dollars for the capture of almost twenty maroons in the same region. It is possible that these people had had some connection with Vesti for followinging plots, a laconic press item of late's timer reports another possibility linked in the scheme. It appears that an insurrection of the blacks was contemplated at Bedford, South Carolina, and that 10 Negroes belonging to the most respectable families were arrested. The town concealed was in the secret secession, particularly had not transparency. The pattern of Recommendations and the intentment of new measurements of resurrection, of repression following serious rebellious activities was coped in the case. Post conspiracy literature stressed the wisdom of keeping down the numbers of the free Negroes and the making their lives more difficult for the superior Conditions of the free person of color excites discontent among our slaves who continuously have before their eyes persons of the same color may of whom they have known in slavery and with all of whom they associate on terms of equality free from the controls of master working when they please going witherly they pleased and expended their money how they please. The slave seeing these fine, his labor inksome, he became dissatisfied with the state he plants for his plants for liberty. Or more briefly, put the slave seeing the free negroes naturally became dissatisfied with their lots until the feverish Relentlessness of this disposition forms itself into insurrection. Specific proposals call for ceasing to hire out slaves, keeping them out of cities, forbidding their insurrection or instructions, and strengthening the military prowess of the community. And significantly, one influential commander found dangerously and therefore Lently, the indecent zeal in favor of universal liberties. The existence of found frequent expressions in the United States. Actions was taken during the years from Vesey's conspiracy. Laws were passed forbidding the hiring out of slaves. Because of what that might rest did. And one thing to note. For people that are not aware of this. I you know, want people to listen to me good on this. That. With every action there is an equal. Reaction. And. The movements of. Your ancestors. From Dead Marvisi. And eventually that term. Which they'll talk in a second. Has shown proven evidence that. Your. Oppressor. Back then and now had to change the way how he operates towards you, even go as far as changing the laws dealing with policy to how you interact with him because of your i guess um your pushback your fight back towards his oppression. so this is something that young people that's under age i would say under the age of fifteen and going on to the late teens to get an understanding of the history towards American people, black people particularly, in this country. So let's go on. Provided that every free Negro over 15 years of age was to have a guardian whose function would be a serve as a control on his behavior. Imagine that. To congregate of slaves was forbidden. The instruction of Negroes in the art of reading and writing <clears throat> was made a crime. Let me read that again. Read that whole sentence Negroes over 15 years of age was to have a guardian whose functions would be to serve as a control of his behavior. Does that sound familiar? Everyone knows around 14, 15 years, this is where they start targeting black males. In this country, I wonder why they do this because of what you've done in the past. And here's one thing I would like to say: this. What happens in the present affects what happens to the past. Will affect you in the present and will forever affect you further in the future. History is always important. This is why history is not being taught properly in the schools. Matter of fact, there's no history's forbidden in the so-called Western education system. If we want to keep it really real to people. If you really understand and have more respect for history, you will not easily fall for the tricks that is happening to you today.
1: And it's a fact. Well, let's continue.
0: And the congregation of slaves was forbidden the instruction of negroes in the art of reading and writing was made a crime and slaves were ordered not to converge on charleston every sunday and patrols regulations were made more severe and i'm probably going to highlight this because that's some information that keep in mind Okay. It was moreover forbidden for any Negro from Mexico, the West Indies, and South America to enter the States and Negroes crew members of any ship entering any harbor of South Carolina were not to leave their boats on penalty of imprisonment with the necessities of Captain Payne, the state, and the charge of his confinement. If he wished to see men release, in addition, two extra legal or legal steps were taken when a volunteer military organization under the leadership of Robert J. Truman was formed July of 1823, and Charleston and Negro relig- religious leader Bishop Moses Brown, whose African Methodist Church in Charleston had 3,000 members in 1822, was forced to leave the states. Of additional interest, and aftermath of the Wesley Plot and the suppression is the fact that not a free northern newspaper like the New York Daily Advertisers and the Philadelphia Gazette and the Boston Record published articles and depicting tone to both the institution of slavery and the uprising and the bloody repression it's called forth. Even the South Carolina itself there is evidence of such a feeling and publicity in the states did not hesitate to rush to the defense of the action in repression, the conspiracy, and to the defense per se of the system of chattel slavery. The Charleston martyrs were hardly in their graves when other Negroes sprang for to continue the efforts of their people for freedom. The Norfolk Herald, on May 12th, eighteen twenty three, contains an usual full account of Maroons under the heading of a serious subject. It declares that the citizens of the southern part of Norfolk County, Virginia, have for some time been kept in a state of mind, particularly harassment and painful from the two apparent facts that their lives are at mercy of a hand of lurking assassins against whose fellow design neither the power of the law or vigilance or personal strength and interpretly can avail. These desperados are runaway Negroes, commonly called outliers. Their first object is to obtain a gun and ammunition as well to procure game for substance as to defend themselves from attacks or accomplished objects of vengeance. Several white men had already been killed by these militants slaves, one a Mr. Williams Walker very recently, this aroused great fear. No individual after this can be considered his life safe from the murdering aims of these monsters. In human shape, everyone who has happily rendered himself obnoxious obnoxious to their vengeance must indeed calculate on sooner or later falling a victim to them. Indeed, one slaveholder had received a note from these amazing fellow suggestions. It would be healthier for him to remain. Indoors at night. And he did. And we'll stop right here. So in, re- in reflection. And this is during the dead mobvesting part of this chapter. on um, What his actions did. He's a smart man. Because he speak not only other language. But it's proven evident that he not only buys freedom. But he see that he was not a free person as a person in himself because he don't see his fellow brother or his sister free as well. So like any man of his time, he did something. And he organized. And as y'all know, back in history, even today, one of the weaknesses that you find the so-called black male, not only in America, but abroad, is he's very, he has lack of real organization. And this is the reason why the confusion of keeping them disorganized, this is what proves. Because when you organize, you actually get things done. No problem what that plan didn't kick off, because you have what they call the traitors amongst your group. Now imagine if Devin was successful with this rebellion. This would have left a lot of damage in the history books amongst a lot of American whites here in this country. And nor laws were passed after the, the Denmark Vesky conspiracy. But if it was successful, in that time back then, they would have still put the laws anyway. It probably would tighten up during that if it was successful. But as you know, the population of free blacks and regular slaves were much more greater than whites during the 1800s. It actually blew by greater, I would say, roughly 56%. And that's just a guess. So don't mind me if I'm wrong in that. But nonetheless, Demer Dem- Dem- Vesey proved a very f- formidable foe of that time and changed the course of history in regards how America was shaped during that time. So I will end this here. i like to thank everybody that was listening to the stream and this recording. Um, please always comment every video if you're not subscribed subscribe to the channel and also like this video as well um this is part this is section one of chapter 11 be on the lookout for chapter two so oh I'm actually be on the lookout for section two of chapter 11 but thank you again for listening until next time
1: take care